Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're Chris and Jamie Bailey. We're married, we're Christian counselors, and we're marriage coaches. We're here because we want to help you have what we have, a God-centered, fun, connected marriage filled with friendship and laughter. And we know what God has done for us, and we trust that He can do the same thing for you. So, no matter where you're at in your marriage, join us as we share biblical truth, practical tips, and lots of laughs along the way. Get ready, because we're going to help you. Enjoy the journey. All right, hey there, and uh, thanks for joining us again for another episode. Uh, we had something really interesting happen. Uh, we were actually on Instagram. We were doing a little live, which was a follow-up for a, for a post that we made, and uh, in that live actually ended up becoming a, a, or took on a life of its own a little. I, I guess it did. It, it did. It, and we you know really appreciated the feedback that we were getting. And one of the concern, not concerns, one of the desires, requests mm-hmm. was more. We, yes. We went yeah, more. we hit a button with <laughs> you know, people. We we definitely did. And so people were like, we want you Help. to, to <laughs> give us, us more information on this. And what we were talking about, we were talking about avoiders in marriage. Mm-hmm. So you have heard us talk many times, if you've been listening to us for any, t- um, for any length of time. Uh, we've talked about pleasers. We actually had an episode about people pleasers mm-hmm. and how you could tell if you were one. I am a recovering pleaser. I'm not going to tell the joke this time, uh, but you did that. Okay, you're, I have you're to, struggling. I, I'm struggling. <laughs> I have to it. tell the joke. I'm a recovering pleaser. My name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, what we were sharing was that pleasers and avoiders are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Both of them just like things to be smooth, right? Smooth sailing, don't give us waves, don't stir things up, because when things are smooth, then it's they're more predictable, there's less anxiety or, or anxiousness about the situation. Yeah, and I think everybody loves smooth. Oh yeah. We all like smooth, but it's security sure. for a pleaser and avoider. Right, well, because there's some people who are okay if there's some waves. Right. Right? Because some they realize that sometimes you have to have waves in order to address mm-hmm. things. And we're not going to leave certain things alone or just let them be, you know, we're, we're not going to go along to get along. If there's a problem, we're going to address it. And that, mm-hmm. that so there are other types of, of imprints, types of, of, of love styles that are going to be more comfortable. Right. They don't feel the need to run from it. Exactly. They don't feel like everything is, is up in the air. Right. Just because there's waves doesn't mean bad things are going to happen. Doesn't mean they're going to drown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. As much as pleasers you know, are others focused, they're okay when relationally things are okay. So I'm okay if I know that we are as a couple are okay. And that's one of those things that you've learned about me over the, that our time, our, <laughs> our 27 years of marriage. And you've actually have graciously reached out and said, you know what? We're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to way, remind you to remind me that we're dealing with a problem, not our relationship. Our relationship was solid, even though we were facing a challenge that we needed to overcome. So right. that, that was very reassuring. Well, avoiders are a little different. They're okay with themselves. It's being around other people that actually can be the thing that makes them not okay. Right, right. If you're upset, they don't care as much as they do if they're upset. Well, it's a reminder that relationships are hard. Right. Because one of the things that avoiders have... uh, 
they've been related to a island and they're kind of an i can be an island on to mm-hmm. themselves and so they you know i don't need other anybody else uh, i you know I, i'm okay with me i can you know yeah calm. if i'm good it's all good right yeah i can take care of myself i can calm myself down i can deal with you know my own things you know other people just actually tend to complicate that <laughs> Right, you right. Know? So they will distance themselves somewhat on an island. Sure. Part of the challenge, right, it's, it's, it's a faulty belief system as much as so pleasing or as much as some of the other things. There's there's some, some faulty factors in that belief system because we are relational. We were mm-hmm. created to be relational. So if we're not in relationship, then that's really when things go wrong because that's our design. That's how God right. made us. Right. So one of the things about an avoider, because, you know, we, we've worked with people who didn't quite understand. They're like, mm, I don't know if I'm an avoider. Well, we've explained it to him this way. So you have a discussion and it turns into an argument. And then the thought process is, I know what, we won't talk about this <laughs> and then we won't have an argument. Yeah, because the topic is the it, argument, yeah, it's it, the problem. Exactly. It's because we brought this up. And so they kind of put take that off of the table and they kind of put it up on the shelf, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then there's maybe we go someplace and then there was a problem there. So, okay, we'll take that off the table and put it mm-hmm. on the shelf. And then we have this discussion and that discussion. We go here blah, 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 and, more, and you know, it just keeps cascading and there's more and more that's taken off the table and put on the shelf. And there's less and less on the table mm-hmm. for you as a couple to be relating with each other. Right. But, they, but like you're talking about, they think they're taking it off the table and setting it to the side. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're doing, nope. is it? Nope. It doesn't set to the side. It actually becomes part or bricks of a wall that gets built in mm-hmm. between you all. Because as you have less on the table, you have more that's blocking the right. two of you as well. Right. And so that and actually by avoiding it, you're distancing yourself from your spouse. Sure. And it works in the moment because, right, because things get calmed down. Mm-hmm. You're kicking that can down the road, right? <laughs> it's, it's absolutely, it's long-term has problems. In short-term, it feels like it works, mm-hmm. right? So things are getting really emotional, getting stirred up. I, I, I'm going to go mow the lawn. I'm right. going to go find something else that needs to be done so that way I can be on my on my own and I can bring myself back down to feeling more comfortable about the situation. Right. And I think one of the things, you know, avoiders do is they make things not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm fine. Just move on. Just forget about it. A lot of they, minimizing. Yeah. They make light of situations. They make light of their spouse's feelings. Mm-hmm. You may hear them say stuff like, I don't know why you're getting so upset about this. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you overreact to you, your feelings are too big. They don't make sense. There's a lack of empathy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little hard, but a lot of avoiders, they will shut down if they're asked about their feelings. Oh, sure. And so it's really hard to have conversations with a spouse who's an avoider because they don't want to talk about their feelings. And, but the problem is like, why do they not want to talk about their feelings? Well, it's because feelings, well, one, feelings aren't safe, but that's what they learned was because growing up, it's the feelings when they were shared were kind of like, you know, suck it up, walk Mm -hmm. it off. When they reached out for comfort, they didn't really tend to find comfort. That's why they learned a strategy of, I'm just going to have to depend on myself. I'm not going to reach out to other people mm-hmm. and try to get this comfort. I'm just going to depend upon myself for this because other people, they don't provide me comfort or they're not consistent in providing me the comfort. And right. so I can't trust that. Right. Because oftentimes an avoider will come from a home that lacked nurturing, mm-hmm. you know, where there wasn't time for them. There wasn't care for them. There wasn't comfort for them. And so what an avoider learned to do 
was to take care of themselves. Oh, yeah. And in mm-hmm. marriage, if you're married to an avoider, it can feel really personal. It can be very hurtful. It can come across like they don't care. But it's actually something kind of sad. It because is sad. what's going on is they don't believe anybody cares about how they feel. So they've just learned how to take care of their own needs. And they've also lo- learned to do something which they thought was helpful, mm-hmm. which is shutting off their feelings. Right. If I don't have feelings, I won't have to share them. And you can't just shut off negative feelings, right? No, no. And I use this this illustration just assuming everybody knew what a circuit breaker board looks like. But if you think about you know a, a board or with lots of different switches... So like you had a lower mm-hmm. wall with lots of different light switches. Well, emotions aren't like that. You can't just go, and, oh, I'm going to turn off anxiety. I'm going to turn off overwhelm. I'm going to turn off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be, be nice. so good. Yeah. <laughs> We'd um, all be doing that. Yeah. Emotions are more like a dial, mm-hmm. right? They're all part of that dial. And so I'm going to dial them down. And so, you know, if I'm feeling all these ways and I don't like these emotions, then all of them get dialed down. So they right. tend to have a little more flat effect or show less emotions. And it's really not not necessarily showing less emotions. They're just not as aware of what the emotions they are feeling as well. Right. You know, so if you ask them, well, how, how do you feel about this? They honestly probably don't know. Since we're talking about identifying feelings, we want to make sure you know that we have a free resource for you. It's a worksheet that we've created that consists of questions to sit down together and discuss. And it's also got a list of feelings on there so you can take time together to share how you're feeling, to help identify those feelings, and then to practice having these conversations. This worksheet is called, How Do You Really Feel? And you can grab it totally for free in the link in our show notes. So make sure you do that. Now, back to our conversation. Right. And that's something that you may not recognize, you may not pick up on. Because like, you know, I was saying, an avoider, if you're trying to communicate with an avoider, they seem emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. They seem distant. But to them, what's happening is feelings are weakness. Mm -hmm. Feelings require vulnerability. Yeah. And they don't want to go there. And so they're not rejecting you. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is one, not even being able to identify how they feel because that's something they've shut down. Yeah, there's no sense in it. Yeah, and two, they're just self-protecting. There's nothing Mm -hmm. malicious that an avoider is doing. It has nothing to do with how much they care about your marriage or your feelings or your relationships, and it has way more to do with they don't know what to do with all of those things. Right, it's how they learned growing up. This is how I navigate relationships. This is how I, na- mm-hmm. I navigate conflict or or when things get elevated. I just pull back yeah. into myself instead. And also, unfortunately, there's a bit of learning that people really don't care. When you ask, hey, how was your day? Their, their response is, oh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, a lot of avoiders think that you really don't care. It was boring. It, it's not a, a slight against you. It's why would anybody be interested in this? And that's that's just kind of sad. Well, especially when you're in a relationship that you're supposed to be sharing everything with. Well, with, with certain exceptions, practically everything with. Right. And, you know, that makes me think, because when we took this poll that we did on Instagram, it was a large majority. It was like 79% of 
of husbands that were avoiders over the wives. And I think that's very common Mm -hmm. because I think as women, naturally, we probably deal with our emotions and feel them and can identify them a lot quicker than men do. But if you go to scripture and you read Genesis 2.18, God says it's not good that a man should be alone. And so he made a helper suitable for him. Right. And if you're a man who's an avoider, you are missing out on one of the greatest gifts God gave you. Mm -hmm. Well, think about it. That's the first time that in the Bible that God says something was not good. Right, right. And so if you're living your life not needing other people and checking out, you are missing some of God's best gifts. Mm -hmm. And that's not the design. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And it's usually about their own angst, right? Is it? It's about our all of our own angst, our mm-hmm. own, our own. It's a survival of, skill that we learn. Yeah, I mean, our own feelings because your feelings, you know, make me feel feelings that I don't like, and so mm-hmm. how can I deal with that? If I can't dial you down, then I need to pull away from that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not you that they're pulling away from. Mm-hmm. It's all the feelings that they're not equipped at handling that they're turning away from because a an avoider will deal with things by not dealing with things. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great you way know, to put that, it. That is their method. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you talk about a pleaser like we talked about before, a pleaser deals with deals with things by self-sacrificing, by let me do whatever I need to do to make you okay. An avoider's kind of the opposite. You mm-hmm. know, I'm gonna deal with this by checking out. Right. And here's what happens, because, you know, in this episode, we want to give you some real helps. And so that's where we're going to shift to now, because what happens usually if you're married to an avoider, you want to talk about something, you bring up an issue or a problem, you're sharing your feelings, they get all angsty. They don't give you, they don't answer your questions. They don't Mm -hmm. give you any feedback. You feel really rejected. And you feel unheard. And what we have found with most couples we work with, the solution to feeling unheard for them is you get louder, you say it more, (laughs) you say it, you know, bigger and bolder, and you say it in five different ways, and you Mm -hmm. push that issue because you're desperate to be heard. That is the worst thing to do for an avoider Mm -hmm. because now you're making the things that they run from even bigger. And so they're going to run faster. Well, it reinforces. It's like, oh, see, I knew, I, I right. know relationships are hard. This is, and this is why. Right, right. And so that's not what you you want to be doing because if there's anything that here's, and I guess here's what we'll talk about is what avoiders need. Mm-hmm. That's what, good. Yeah, what they need is they need to learn how to identify how they feel. Sure. They don't because they a lot of them don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah, they, they just know that like there's five emotions. Right. Like I'm angry, I'm fed up, I'm frustrated, I'm sad, and I'm bothered. <laughs> really <laughs> great, really great. And and they try to go through life avoiding all of those things. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to feel those things. And so they need, in addition to learning how to identify how they feel and pausing to think about it, they're going to need grace and space. Yeah. Grace and space. They need the grace and the understanding that they're not being malicious. Mm -mm. They're not checking out of your your marriage because of you. They just don't know how to identify how they're feeling. And they're just investing so much time in not feeling hard things because they're not overly equipped to deal with that. And also, in addition to that grace and understanding, they need space. Mm -hmm. You need to give them time. If you've got an avoider who walks away, you let them walk away. If you chase after them, they will avoid 
even more. The, the more pressure they feel, the more they will avoid. And so the last thing you want to do is rush them or push them. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about this, guys. We, we've talked about the term emotionally sunburned a long time ago. That concept, if you have a sunburn and someone t- tries to touch your you know, sunburn, mm-hmm. a very light touch will get a pretty large reaction. Mm-hmm. I usually will like smack those people. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't realize there's a sunburn. You don't realize, mm-hmm. well, hey, why am I getting this reaction from this? So you've got somebody who, if they're an avoider, most likely... They're psychologically burned. Yeah, psych- psychologically, mm-hmm. right? Most likely they grew up reaching out for comfort, reaching out for love. It wasn't there. And they've probably, in your relationship, because no matter how good we are at things it's likely someone's toes are going to get stepped on eventually. Mm-hmm. So even in your relationship, there's a great possibility that they've reached out for comfort in their own way. You didn't realize it. You didn't see it for what it was. And it wasn't responded to the way that they needed it to. And so it was a reinforcing message that said, I got to pull back. I just don't do that. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you were an avoider, that's something that needs to be t- uh, dealt with as well. Because it's not just all in the, the, the spouse's shoulders who's not the avoider right right is the avoider needs to not only understand their own feelings recognize them but also need to start to vocalize things mm-hmm. needs to start to say hey look i need it, it's okay to need this guys or ladies but mainly guys it's okay to need comfort it's okay right. to need support it's in fact okay. it's the design it is the design we're called to encourage one another to pray for one another to lift one another up absolutely and especially the husbands that wife your wife is there mm-hmm. to help you and to be your biggest fan and your biggest supporter yeah but unfortunately some avoiders will feel they'll, they'll say things like they'll feel like they're walking on eggshells in their marriage or mm-hmm. or they're in they're anxious about an inevitable blow up that's going to come right and here's one of the sad things a lot of avoiders will also say that no matter how hard they try, it seems like it's never enough. Right, which leads them to check out. Yeah. They feel inadequate and they don't want to feel inadequate. And mm-hmm. so they will check out and just be the, the spouse that just hangs out on the couch on their phone, playing video games or in the garage or going out for runs all the time. Right. They just kind of check out. And so the ideal situation is is if you're an avoider or married to an avoider, that they get on board. Yeah. That you bring this up, that you talk about, you know what, this is us mm-hmm. and we don't want it to be this way. And then you give that grace and space. But if your spouse who's an avoider will not get on board, it's up to you now to change the steps in your marriage. Yeah. We all get in, in marriage dances or relational dances where maybe they avoid, you bring something up, they avoid it, they walk away, you get mad. And you blow up more, you go chasing after them and they check out even more, or they say something very hurtful and shut down the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And you put that dance on repeat. You've got to change the steps. You've got to change the steps. Somebody needs to. Yes. And you don't want to give big reactions. Mm -hmm. So when your avoider spouse starts avoiding and you want, you want so bad to get them to plug in and show you that they care. You want to be passionate. Right. Yeah. You want to get passionate. (laughs) Dial that back. Dial that back. And if an avoider walks away for space, give them that space they need it. Mm -hmm. Because in that space is where they have opportunity to tap into what's really going on and how they feel. And so you want to give them that space and you don't want to push that issue with them. and You don't want to rush that. And then what you want to do after that 
is followed up later. Mm-hmm. Don't let it go. Don't settle for that type of relationship. Followed up later. Let them know how they handled that is not how you would like them to handle that and that you have an issue and, and you two need to resolve it. Yeah. And so you bring it up again out of the heat of the moment. And to wrap this up, if you need help, if you're stuck in that avoider cycle, get the help. And if your avoiding spouse doesn't or won't, you go get the help because there are counselors like us that can help walk you through how to handle this and how, because if your spouse has a struggle, it's on you to be a resource for them. It's not on you to change them or to fix them, but you are in the best position to be the biggest resource and supporter and encourager for change in your marriage. And so if you're married to an avoider, you're gonna need support and you're gonna need to learn how to handle them differently and set them up for success. Set them up to know that my spouse is here for me. This is a safe place where I can begin to feel vulnerable and allow somebody else other than myself to comfort me and to support me. Because if you've got avoiding going on in your marriage, there is a better way. And you can take the time to learn new ways because you can overcome this and we want you to feel very hopeful. We also wanna remind you to go grab that free worksheet that we have on how do you really feel so it gives you a real practical thing you can work on together. Because overall, when you stop avoiding is when you're really gonna be able to. Enjoy the journey.